Welcome everyone to the Bone Zone. <laughs> I can't do that screaming. Like, <laughs> I went out to to get a snack real quick. Melina said I was worried something happened to you. <laughs> like something did happen to me. <laughs> I got a sick promo code TMG. <laughs> we got the ultimate promo. <laughs> this sounds like a Call of Duty right. like. <laughs> Sounds like the end of G shit. Yeah, yeah, serious. Did you watch Godzilla vs Kong? No, I didn't. You is it good? Fucking regular person. Is it good or is it? Because no, it's, it's a good time. Different things. It's a good time. It can't go mean? wrong. Is saying that sarcastically? No, it's honestly the same exact same vibe as buying like a Pacquiao Mayweather card. You don't really give a shit about the undercard there's some you know there's some stuff in the middle or you're kind of like oh that's interesting and then it gets to the main fight and you're like oh fuck yeah dude this okay. is what i paid for and then like the headlining fight will. the headlining fight if you have any uh bit of fandom for like the monster verse um i i watched a bunch of godzilla as a kid weirdly so um the headlining fight for me was like oh Fuck, dude. So, you know. The Godzilla vs. Kong final fight? I, I can't spoil it, man, but, uh, you know. Okay. There's like a co-main and then a main event. It's literally like renting a, 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 a fight card. So, you know, in that respect, it's a great gotcha. time. Gotcha. Yeah. Does someone die? Like, this? Was, is one monster no more after this? Not saying, not saying would nothing. That be, would that be ruining it? Not saying nothing. You just gotta, you gotta experience, man. It's a good time. You know, just don't pay too much attention to the dialogue. Why? Because it's bad? Yeah. It is atrocious. <laughs> okay, Elon Musk tweeted, Godzilla vs. Kong is so amazed. Much wow. Most insane movie movie I've ever seen. Love letter to conspiracy theorists, and yet heartwarming in the end. What is love letter to conspiracy theorists? What does that mean? Um... You know, I was kind of like in and out of the movie as far as like my consciousness. So maybe there was some undertone there. Oh, I, I, what it is is like there's a certain aspect. Earth. Yeah, yeah. Is there a, is there actually a, a conspiracy theory about that? What is Hollow Earth conspiracy theory? Um, there's a you guys can talk if you want. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That's what I was about to say, Luke. So like one of the what? one of the key characters, he he runs a podcast in the movie that's about. Like, you know, the, where King Kong and is being held and, you know, there's like some underlying shit and every, people need to wake up and, you know, he doesn't drink, he doesn't drink tap water because there's fluoride in it and all this and that. Um, so it was Elon Musk saying this is like a nod to conspiracy theorists? Like, hey, keep going, guys. You're, you're doing well. Look at, look at this guy's conspiracy came true. Yeah, I guess he's just sort of saying, like, the movie, you know, it sort of acknowledges conspiracy theorists. And, uh, you know, it's got a wholesome ending. Gotcha. But you got to you gotta, you gotta watch it, is, Do you think the Earth is hollow? Do I think the Earth is hollow? Um, yeah, like, you know, a shitty Easter bunny, like a chocolate Easter bunny. That's like you think you're getting a lot more chocolate than you are, and then you bust it open, and it's just air. Yeah, yeah, I could. Like, I what, could what see if we're that. just living on a giant bouncy ball, you know? I could see that. You know, we're we're uh, 
the, when the bouncy balls are not hollow. Never mind. When that asteroid hit that murdered all the dinosaurs, it it made the Earth bust it wide open, and the Earth creamed all of its in, interior out, and then now it's just an empty vessel. Yeah. <laughs> Pulverized Spent. it. Yeah, and then just squirted <laughs> everywhere, just fucking through all its volcanic orbs. Ah. Fuck. Earth busted wide open. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I watched this clip of this dude doing like a one-inch punch. It's, it's insane. I don't know if we want to watch the this. shit where they're like, dude, this is ridiculous. Let me, and then you know, I'm gonna have like a bad sex joke after, but just hold on. Nice. If we actually what? play this, oh, bro, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me pull this up. Let me pull this up. I got it. 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 Ta 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 ta. Ta, 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 ta. I'm putting it in the chat. Hey. Yeah, this dude does a crazy one-inch punch. I mean, you'll see. His power is ridiculous. It's on some website. Uh, I don't... Uh, re... Re-did it. Re-did it? Re-did it. Red... Re-D-D-T. R-E-D-D-T. Red... Oh, wait, no, it's no. Red-Dit. It's Red-Dit. Oh, Red-Dit. Yeah, Red-Dit. Red-Dit. Red dit. Weird. That's a it's like a anyway, yeah. Let this play. <laughs> She's, uh how's the playback for you? I've seen it. You know, I just it's I It's bad. Alright. Maybe Nate can comp in the original. Let it go. Yeah, okay. But what's great is like the playback speed is about actually how it looks when he actually hits this thing <laughs> okay okay it's like duh, duh and then right okay oh, you didn't even see it that's how the shit but I didn't like see it he like lines up his fist and it's just like he like he just like skirt and just and all i could think was like yo imagine this dude fingering his wife just like one inch punch on the clitoris okay yeah just That's in good. insta or just fucking just oh, 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 oh. <laughs> just score <laughs> <It's>, oh. <laughs> it's just like he just lines his fingers imagine up on him, the inner imagine wall. Imagine him jacking off. Imagine him jacking off. He starts. No, I think this dude's self circumcised. <laughs> Like, I think he ripped his foreskin yeah, yeah, yeah. clean you think he, off. Like, like he peeled it back and then just boy. Uh, I think he gripped it, like by the top, you know, like a, like a grocery bag. It's like kind of elastic. Yeah. He just went yeah. one, two, and he's holding yeah, yeah, yeah. his fucking like, you know, foreskin. You know, <laughs> you know, with silly putty, I think. Yeah. Or maybe play doh or something like that. Yeah. Silly putty. What am I thinking about? Silly putty, right? When you like stretch stretch it out, but if you rip it really fast, it it's a clean break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, it's clean, and then it's just like scar, like it's perfectly healed. <laughs> yeah, so that looks exactly like the clip that I saw of Vinny Hacker training for his YouTube versus TikToker fight. Who's Vinny Hacker? He's one of the keys fighting Deji. Okay. So he's a TikTok guy, right? And 
so he posted like a training video I saw on like Twitter or something like that. Hell yeah, dude. And it, yeah, and it's like what you were talking about before. It's just like, I mean, I guess it's not it's not like a it's not like a real boxing match. So I don't really know what else I expected, but the video is like you know it's like supposed to be like look at how sick I am. You know, like, yeah. look, look at how good my training is going. Like I've been putting in work, man. Yeah. Like, could, that's the vibe of the video. It's like, yeah. But like all the comments are like, he's not turning over his punches all the yeah. way, dude's not yeah. turning over his punches. Yeah. Like it's like, what trainer are you guys working with that's not telling you the basic skills? Like you're like going from zero to intermediate shit. You know, and it's like you didn't even don't even know how to punch. I don't know how to punch either. But I'm saying I'm not fucking boxing somebody professionally. I was just chuckling, laughing at. I love when the boxing accounts post these clips because they like want engagement, and all the dudes who actually watch boxing are like, "What the? F- who is this? This guy fucking sucks. Why are you posting this? It's so viscerally mean. <laughs> They're so mean. It's so fucking funny. Like one posted a clip of like Bryce Hall like hitting a speed bag. All the comments are like, "Dude, this guy's slow as shit. Is he a boxer?" This guy's got no career, literally no future. They're like, oh my God, I fucking, I suck. And I literally can do that same speed. (laughs) The shit I love, dude, is like, I don't even want to sound like I'm like envious in any way. It's really not where I'm coming from with this. It's just so funny when I watch these guys, like they practice these combos, you know, like, (laughs) like pop, 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 pop. And they're like moving really quick. Right. And I'm like, you're not going to do that in there. Like you literally never, that combo is never coming out for that whole fight. <laughs> you're not Floyd. You're not any of these other boxers. Like you should be focusing on the real shit, which is going to be like one, two. Then you're going to be really thinking about it. Well, just boom, yeah. boom, this, this. It should, you should be practicing a lot of this. Yeah. Actually, probably. <laughs> this is probably going to help you the most. I mean, like, it's you know, just... combos and shit are good for like, you know, hand, eye, speed thinking, but like, yeah. Yeah, it should be a lot of the how to work from the guard and how to get out of the corner. <laughs> if dude, if I was training it, if I was if I was like a trainer, right? And I have a fighter going in and I'm like invested in this. Like let's say this kid's like, "Yo, if I win this shit, I'm going to give you 10% of this purse." I'm like, "Okay. I'm going to teach this kid to have like insane fucking cardio and just how to jab while moving." So yeah. the yeah. whole time he's just moving to the left, moving to the right. And the kid in front of him is like, wait, the pads were in front of me. Stop, <laughs> dude. Stop. Wait. Wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> the kid's like, dude, I got a big fight coming up. Train me. I'll give you 10% of the purse. Okay, hit the fucking elliptical. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna do. You're gonna be on the elliptical every fucking day until this fight for two hours. Let's get that cardio up. Get on that peloton. Let's do it. All right, dude. Just get in shape. You want to? We're training for a boxing match. Cool. Get a road bike. <laughs> Stop lifting. <laughs> yeah. You know all the arms you're taking, all the fucking deadlifts. Not gonna help it, you here. No, so just don't later. do that shit anymore. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> that's the other shit. That's like. Um, is is like funny to me is no matter how much prep you do like any fighter i think will tell you this once the adrenaline hits you don't know what you're gonna do in there you could literally yeah you could do all that training you could get there and like you I've, i think i brought this up before but fighters talk about that shit where they'll be post-interview and they're like yeah it's gonna get my body going man like that happens too like they just get there and they just can't get the adrenaline to turn on and they just 
they just gas out. Oh yeah, no, I, I, not, not, not that diving is anything like. No, it's the same shit. It's no, it is. It's the same. I know the feeling of being in the moment and not being able to perform because of some random reason that is completely out of your control. There's so much when any sport that comes down to, you know, like an isolated moment where you're expected to perform under pressure, which is, I guess, is every single sport. But like with basketball and soccer, it's a little bit different because you're just constantly going. Yeah. But with something like where you're under a spotlight for a little bit, it's like there's so many different factors that play in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think like uh, that's what's going to make the card so funny. It's like all this training is literally going out the window. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> so many of these guys don't turn their hands over and their their trainers are all of them like, oh, yeah, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, Killing just, boom, it, bro. Boom, nice. Let's go. Boom. And their, their fucking punches literally look like some fucking, like, Irish, like... <laughs> Come here! Uh-huh! Uh-huh! Yes, hey! Come here, you little tallywhacker! <laughs> I'm gonna punch you! <laughs> Come on! Ha-ha! That's why, like, a buddy of mine, he, he, he pursued MMA, and then he stopped, because he's like... Dude, these guys are like psycho. I don't have the same level of like, you know, and they get in there and they're like, ah! <laughs> yeah. That's why I would, I would just love. When is it. that card? When is that? Isn't that card in like a week? No, that's the Jake Paul fight. When's yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've heard some like interesting takes on that. Um, you know, some people are like Ben has been. I mean, I've said this. Ben's been hit by. Like Robbie Lawler, yeah, yeah, yeah. like real killer. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Jake probably has, Jake has power, but does he have like Robbie Lawler power? I don't know. Keep going. I just gotta put Chile on the bed. Not fine. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> you keep going. I just gotta. Me with that face, you know. I just gotta put Chile on the, you know, on the roof real quick. Keep going. I gotta put my dog down real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I love that phrase, like when. Oh, uh, like, that's not a funny joke. No, like uh, our, a couple of our friends have kids, and they're always like, "I gotta go put the baby down." It's like that's such a dope way to say it. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta put him to sleep. So, give me a few minutes. You're like, what? It's so fucked he just, up. Like, he turn around. And he turn around. And he looks. He's just looking at me with that face, you know, puppy dog yeah. eyes. Just yeah. Fucking come on, man. Make me feel better. And you're like, <laughs> all right. In the podcast, dude, come on. Just sit with me for three hours, please. Can you throw the ball, man? I mean, do I ask so much? You leave me in this goddamn pen. You go out to the pool, you leave me in the fucking pen. And all I want you to do when you get back is just throw a fucking ball. Is that so much? Is that really so much to ask? I just want to be fed twice a day, not even three times. And I just want to be throwing a ball. That's it. Ollie wants to go in the bed. This this motherfucker is unemployed, bro. Like he's living the unemployed life. This mother wakes up at three to shit and pee and eat. He might stare yeah. out the window for a while and he goes right back into our bed. And that shit is like his. And just because his hair is long. <laughs> he wakes this- up at three p.m. <laughs> bro, I mean, we wake him up to pee, but like he doesn't like it. You know, like he'll go out, he'll take his pee, he'll kind of wag, and then he's like, "All right, we're done here." He goes right back into our bed. So I'm good. <laughs> That's fucking, that's really funny. Chili's yeah. up at 6, 6 a.m. every morning. Nah. He gets up, shakes off, and I hear his fucking coo-coo out of the bed, and I'm like, <laughs> every morning, fuck. 
It beats me to waking up by like two minutes. And that that two minutes, it matters so much. <laughs> In terms of how like mentally prepared you are to start your day. And then I take him out for pee. I bring him back inside. I feed him. And then right after I feed him, I take him back out and he shits right away. That's his like yeah. routine that he has. Yeah, Ollie, Ollie, if you wake him up before nine, he gives you this look like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You know, like he'll be, like he'll be on doing. his side with his paws, and he'll be like, he'll do this hand yeah. thing, like, <laughs> put the fucking blanket back. <laughs> but I'm not dead. Put the blanket back. Put it all the way over, and put a pillow on top. What the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? And stop talking. What are you doing? Yeah, you know damn well this is my time. You know damn. Oh, what? What have we been doing? What have we been doing the last six fucking days? Huh? And all of a sudden you gotta deviate from the fucking <laughs> schedule. You know my schedule. He's I mean, like, it's it's great because he's, you know, he he's a good cuddler, but this man can make you unproductive. He is a walking sedative. You know, because I might I might get up at six <laughs> or seven and I'll be like, I wanna have a day. And he'll just be like, no, 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 no. No, no, put the put the blanket back. Let's put chill for back. a bit. Come on. You don't have to go anywhere. And they're like, ah, ah yeah. fuck it. I'm like, ah, I guess nobody showers anymore. It's quarantine. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Let's, um, should we talk for a second about NFTs again? Because Gucci, Gucci is coming out with their own NFTs. Gucci, oh everyone. Duh. Other luxury fashion brands are poised to launch NFTs. That's the report. Gucci, other luxury fashion, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's just see. What, what could a Gucci NFT be, do you think? Um, let's see. Gucci NFTs. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Here's the meta. You ready? Gucci Bitcoin wallet. Oh, wow. That's really good. The meta. That is really good. That's super meta. And that would be honestly kind of genius. <laughs> Here's another thing is that they're building it on Dapper Labs Flow blockchain, which is the same platform that runs Topshot. They just raised money at like a $3 billion valuation or something crazy. That's so insane. That's like literally insane. I mean, they're like the hottest company in the entire world right now. It's going to be crazy it's, when those servers get hacked. <laughs> I know. It's going to happen eventually. It's going to happen. Something's going to happen. It, dude, it happened with Bitcoin. Like, this is, remember when everyone put all their shit on Mt. Gox and Blad Owl? Yeah. It's going to be the same thing all over again. Yeah. That's how we that's how we get in, bro. We gotta get in with the hackers that are just like building <laughs> the fucking yeah. DDoS cannon that's like I'm yeah, gonna yeah. take this whole shit down. If any of our if any of our fans got scripts or know anything about, you know, if you're in a hacker discord or whatever, plug yeah. us in. If you're like looking we're trying at to get we're gonna be the we're gonna be the only people that make content and make IP that is gonna be on the other side of NFTs. Yeah. Hacking yeah. the systems. Yeah. So you know, uh, just let us know, like if you got a squad that's about to commit like a fel like a federal offense, a felony, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you know, let us know, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we're joking. For legal reasons, that's a joke, by the way. We are a thousand percent joking. 
This podcast is centered us, around told us humor, to say that, but also it's true and sarcasm. That so, is not financial advice. To the federal agent listening to this, bruh. Let's fucking go, dude. <laughs> TMG, you know what it is. <laughs> to the federal agent listening um, to me right now. I want you so fucking bad, dude. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Um. What the? Oh April yeah. And then Fools? Getter and Getter and Nicoletti just sold their. Yeah, they did the original. They sub, sold dude. the Sud Dude Vine, the original one. On foundation, yeah. and I think they, I think it ended up being thirty k. It sold for something like that, thirty thousand dollars. And it, I it bet me, that they were expecting more, probably. I mean, it made me feel good because it, you know it made me think like, you know, ah, uh, when I when I said I wanted to mint the skinny penis fine, you know, the idea wasn't totally bogus. Like people would pay for that, maybe not as much as the saw dude, but. Um, the thing you is, think the they thing expect is, it more? Like, it doesn't. It doesn't mean anything yet. Like people are doing this because they want money, but like, yeah, get and there's nothing. Like there's nothing wrong with Getter and Nick selling the thing. I mean, obviously they're just like taking advantage of people making money right now, which is whatever. Logan Paul did it too with his cards, but like the thing that I don't understand with like NFTs, it's like it's a contract between you and the person who made the IP or whatever, and they're saying so. Getter saying you own this now, but like what? That doesn't mean anything yet. At all. And it yeah. may never mean anything. Yeah. It would be cooler if that had some sort of meaning now. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, mm-hmm. I don't know, even just like a fucking membership like, or like an ownership. I don't even know. You know? What does it mean? It just yeah. means your name, your username on foundation is now listed as I am the owner of this. But he could go mint it on every other platform and have a different owner. So what does it mean? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you can mint the same, the exact same, like, there's, that's what I'm saying. There's no, like, copyright checks net yet. There's no, it just is a guy uploading something to Foundation, selling the ownership of it, and collecting oh, money for it. Oh, come but, on, everybody. Sorry, go ahead. I just, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I know it's going somewhere exciting. I know that. I just, right now, it doesn't, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like in the in five years when we have people like Kings of Leon, for example, sold their album or whatever, right? They got like five million bucks for their album or something like that. It was in the millions. But like in five years when we have the ability for an artist to tokenize one of their songs, sell off 50 tokens to raise money to make the song, and then those 50 people get a cut of the revenues automatically through yeah. tokens and blockchains, that's going to be fucking unreal. If, get, yep. if whoever owns the, that Vine then gets a u- piece of the YouTube revenue where it's used yep. in any compilation on YouTube, right? It's in thousands and thousands. That would be fucking sick. Let me tell you who's going to figure that out first and ruin it for everybody. Record labels. <laughs> yeah, but this is the thing where it's like it, it's the, – that's what's a cool thing about like tokenization and NFTs and blockchain and everything. It's like inherently against – the current uh like infrastructure like yeah. record labels tokenization is made to destroy record labels in in that what it's like the whole premise of like a record label is they talk to an artist they make them sign a contract and then they take all the revenue right 
But with oh, right, tokens, right, right. But this, this is a yeah, platform yeah, yeah, where an yeah. artist can just like be like, okay, I'm going to make 50 tokens. They don't need to even talk to a record yeah. ever. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And they you're won't. Right. People won't. Like it's made to destroy every single infrastructure, every single, every, every single entity we have right now is made to disrupt, which I think is that's actually interesting, so- but we're not there yet. No. But if when they do figure it out, that's going to be fucking insane. Like that would negate so many people's jobs in entertainment. You know what in I mean? Everything. Like in banking. I mean, yeah, everything. In, but like, insurance, I just think everything. Yeah, I just think specifically in entertainment, it's like, damn, you don't you don't have to fly shit through a lawyer. There's not some other person on top. It's just like this auto like automating legal. Like that's the crazy part to me is like. The legal aspect just becomes like embedded in a platform. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, imagine you fund a TV show, or you fund something on Kickstarter, right? Like if if you funded Suki with tokens, and then everyone who had a token got a piece of whatever like residuals it got if it got picked up by a festival yeah. or picked up by a like that's coming in the next like five years. For sure. Well, that's why I think this is so cool. But for right now, it, it like it's basically the the only use case is like art, and it's just to say like here I have this in my collection. That's it. Yeah. Well, I think um, in that way, like one, if there was something like that for when I did Suki, I think it not only would have been more motivating, but I think it actually would have changed the outcome because. It could be like a two-way thing where it's like you get the first round of investment, you develop it, and you're like, man, I have these other ideas I want to include in it. Um, I'm releasing an additional amount of token. You know what I'm saying? Like you could almost like creative work could become like phased in a certain way, like which you kind of can't do that now. Like now if you make a movie, you have to like pitch the entire movie and just like overpromise that it's going to be exactly the way you say it's going to be, which it may not. And If you have to change along the, it's like that part's cool. It it allows I think creative work to be expansive. So that shit's gonna be exactly. That's just gonna be dope. Think about this. Think about it. It basically like eliminates the need to take debt. Yeah. Like in in certain cases, like for a movie or for think about if you're if you're a student. Mm-hmm. If you're a student and you like really promising student and you get into a crazy good school. Imagine just minting tokens to raise money to pay for your education, but then those people get a piece of whatever your future earnings are for ten years. And that's, that's scary, it. but that way you don't have you can pay yourself through school and you're not in debt at the end. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, yeah, yeah, because like you're not promising a certain amount to these people. You're just like the the commitment is like, all right, yeah, you'll get you know half a percent of my earnings. It's like that's cool. I'm in. Yeah, that. just like allows investment in, in anything which i think is fucking cool but anyways this is probably I'm, boring to everyone listening uh I, I i wouldn't i wouldn't say that i think it's like cool shit to think about plus it's a nice break from like we did diarrhea content for 15 minutes so yeah. <laughs> i'm doing my I did, best I not really to be just think go ahead go ahead i'm just i'm reading more about it and i'm and i'm just like because it's such a giant wave and it only feels like it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and i'm like it feels we're on the. It feels like we're on the frontier of something, fucking crazy. Yeah. To me, it's yeah. either a giant crash or it's either the next frontier of the internet and technology. Yeah. Um, what like what have you been reading? Like where specifically, or just random shit? 
just random stuff about Ethereum and like I've been following a lot of crypto people on Twitter and stuff. So it's like kind of an echo chamber, but uh, I don't know. It really interests me to be honest. Yeah, it's like one of those things where I actually had a really. I don't want to be a broken record, and I'm really not trying to be too cynical, but, like, I had a similar conversation with someone the other week where I was just like, you know, we keep talking about this, like, Jimmy Fallon, media companies, like, tokenization, like, what the fuck is, like, Web 3.0? Like, I don't know if I'm crazy, but, like, I have this feeling in my gut, like, in the next few years, some shit is just going to roll over, and everything's going to flip on its head. And it bugs me out. I think about this every single day. It's not useful to think about it every single day but like i don't know i just yeah i feel what does that mean though what does that mean to you like i think so okay i have this irrational fear that stand-up comedy is going to die like it will just Mm -hmm. become like a weird old spectacle thing that people just don't do anymore that's like one of the things i feel could come um because you even look at like comics now like they all have podcasts and their podcasts are what like motivate the live performances but like the concept of like a comedy club being open and people going in to see comedy and all that i just have a strong feeling that that shit is just gonna die in some way it will not be what it is now uh yeah because i i think the way young people get their entertainment now it's like that type of entertainment i just don't know if it will really be appealing to them like uh because seeing someone in person i just don't believe it will be as engaging as what is to happen next um, yeah, i don't think that the eight-year-old i'm hanging out with that sits on roblox all day like is gonna get give two shits about seeing anyone in person yeah it's gonna be nothing to him yeah nothing because he grew up watching people on youtube uh-huh yeah it's like it's all... gonna be nothing to, to see them in person no yeah it's because all all media now is like very uh engaging because it's like oh if i want to see them live i just go to their stream like there's going to be no real conscious reason to be like, I want to go sit in a theater and watch them talk, you know? Yeah. Um, so like, that's like one thing that really just bugs me out. I also feel like, uh, like Twitter will die in some way. Like who gives a shit about like reading text posts anymore? Like, I don't really know who gives a fuck about that at all. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe that's like a, maybe that's a bad take. I don't know. But I think there's a lot of value in threads. Sure. Recently. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like Twitter threads are like its own like little blog post, but it's like more digestible. Uh, hot take. Blogs will come back. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Blogger. We got it. We got it. Like, you know, blogger.com. Uh-huh. Or we got to bring back like shitty bare bones WordPress blogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like with with fucking visitor counters and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> recipe blogging. That's going to come back big. Yeah. Yeah, we, th- we think the future of entertainment is all like VR and whatever. It's just going to be ads on a, on a recipe. On a blog. hard text post. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Pinterest is making a huge comeback. Awesome. In five years, it's all going to be mood boards and blogs. <laughs> so mood boards and blogs. That's Web 3.0, man. Tokenized mood boards and blogs. <laughs> Tumblr. Tumblr. We got we to gotta buy Tumblr and, and revamp it. Yeah, just tokenize it. You can invest in yeah, this we gotta tokenize weird, Tumblr. sexy, you know, account. And then, you know, yeah. if you, you'll get access to 
all kinds of weird sexual content. Um, I remember my my uh, college girlfriend had a Tumblr, <laughs> and she used to write about me all the time. And I would like read it and be like, "Do you not know that I read? Like, I can see that it's public." You know? And what would she say? Nothing like bad. It's just like would talk about me, and I don't know. It's just bizarre. Yo, that is it's like the early early version of subtweeting, dude. <laughs> it's like sub tumblring somebody. That's actually. Like, do you not think I read your fucking blog? Obviously, I read your blog. That's so crazy, man. Like, people, that was the vibe back in the day, just talking about other people. Yeah. yeah. It was so me, like, regular. Man. Um, here's, a, here's another burning hot take. Uh, uh, Ryan's Toys is going to get the shit kicked out of him by Taylor Holder on motherfucking... <laughs> <laughs> people were laughing at that man they went that popped off on tiktok <laughs> it was like not ryan's toys yeah. no that's good that's good have they picked who's fighting who yet or no i don't know i don't know oh. all right should we do a relationship advice we haven't done one for weeks now yeah i mean you know i, I love burning the midnight oil on you know the future of media and you know how it's all gonna i know come. i feel like people just bear with us on that stuff barely but i really hope that some people find it interesting because yeah. we're we're in the middle of this me and that's you, why right? man it's like fuck like, we're in the middle like for some reason quarantine hit and youtubers became the most sought after and this is not a flex at all right we're just by chance happen to be here because we took we made a series of decisions <laughs> randomly we did sketch and then we switched to this thing and then we started doing music randomly we ended up in this position where now over the past year everyone's trying to like figure out the creator economy and what the future of entertainment is and so like we can't not be thinking about it all the time yeah and we can't not be talking about it and i just hope that other people find it semi-interesting yeah oh wait this is my last big hot take i think the only major celebrities will be like musicians or creative people like that but not like um i don't think it'll be like actors and stuff i think like music is one of the few mediums where a lot of people connect to it the same way you know what i mean like it all comes back to like one person but uh i think other people like comedians and stuff you can be known for different things and like people will just isolate within the niche they found you in um if that makes sense maybe not yeah yes so. I also think that corpse, there's going to be a lot more corpses in the next five years. Oh, yeah. Like fa like faceless entertainers. Yeah. 100%. People doing stuff under a pseudonym. Like it's going to be, it's going to be huge. Did you listen to that Balaji podcast? No, I've, I've been meaning the to. Tim I've just Ferris been one? caught the fuck up with everything else. Yeah. I've been like really, um, really debating like what I'm going to do with like streaming and stuff because I feel like I'm just doing more output than i am thinking and i think it's like starting to really affect me so affect your brain my brain and like or like what you're just like confidence uh i mean maybe maybe that but like also uh i don't know i i don't really feel creative i guess i feel like i'm just doing i'm just like in the machine i just don't think that's a good place to be in so 
I know it's tough. Like mentally, that's not a great place to be in. But we talked about this offline. It feels like in the last two years, like everything shifted to quantity over quality. Hundred percent. That's the only thing that keeps me. It's in like, it. it's like I'll, I'll, like there's so much shit now. There's you're competing as a content creator. You're competing with like fucking the TikTok feed. It's like a yeah. never-ending feed of fucking insanely yeah. viral videos. Every single video that shows up, a million likes, million likes, million yeah. likes, million likes, million likes. Yeah. How do you? How do you like you know you? The only way you can compete is by posting constantly. Yeah. But like for people like us that want to care and what we're actually we're what we're doing, it's like a it's like hell. Yeah. Oh wait, sorry. We can do this relationship advice in a second. That was another thing when I was talking about like things changing. I actually feel all media. It's already there, but I think even more so, it's going to be actually extremely passive. Like. When people watch YouTube videos, they just put it on in the background. When they listen to podcasts, they put it on in the background. Even TikToks. TikToks is a pretty brainless activity. It's very passive. Like, you don't yeah. like it, you just skip, you just skip, you look away, like, whatever. Like, that's the other thing I feel with media is that's why movies, no one gives a fuck. Only movies like King Kong do well because the dialogue is dumb and you don't have to care. And then, like, you just wait for yeah. the big action thing and you're like, yeah, I watched the movie. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no, I think right. that's a good point. Relationship advice, my bad. <laughs> All right, let's get back to it, baby. Back to our bread and butter, baby. Yeah. Relationship advice. Yeah. I am, I, here it is, okay? I, 23F, still loading, still loading. I, 23F. What up, please? I got Dude, it. Dude, here, we can we talk about this for a second. Why why doesn't some hotel or some Airbnb service brand themselves around the ones that have yes. the internet, you know? Yes. If they if one hotel chain upgraded their shit to fiber and then poured money into an advertising campaign on fucking primetime television, banner ads on the internet, Facebook ads, what Instagram ads, whatever, and just said, We're the ones that have good internet, come stay with us, that would blow the fuck up. Yep. You'd be they'd be booked up for a year straight. Yep. Let's do it, dude. Let's build the first influencer hotel. Made specifically for YouTubers? No, yeah. We'll we'll build it in Palm Desert because that'll be like the first or like J-Tree. And we'll, yeah. you know, we'll get like some crazy fiber optic connection. And then, yeah, it'll have like studios and edit bays and, you know, a fucking Best Buy vending machine so you can buy hard drives and adapters and shit. We'll just do one and then, you know. Because then that's what it's going to be, the creator economy, when everyone's doing their travel vlogs for their nine subscribers. That's, yeah. all, that's all it's going to be. <laughs> like, and, and startup founders, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Made for them as well. It'll be like WeWork, I guess. Just <laughs> we, we travel. We travel. <laughs> we have it. No, it's just we have good internet. That just sounds like, it just sounds like that fucking commune in, in uh, where was that again? Yeah, Ecuador Guatemala. or some shit? Guatemala. <laughs> Guatemala. We travel. We're a group of, uh, we're a group of self-motivated entrepreneurs and creatives coming together in a community in a community by a sacred lake. <laughs> and there's fiber and optic there's fiber internet optic here. internet. We build so a you can satellite and post on your Tumblr. <laughs> you can travel and still pin on your mood boards. You can travel and still post your text posts. Hard text. 
We even have typewriters that are hooked into iPads, so you can really get that vintage <laughs> feel while you're typing. <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm John David Satya, but everyone calls me the chosen one. And I'm the creator of the influencer travel compound. I'm the creator of We yes. Travel. We Travel. Yeah. What's special about this community is that I have sex with everyone here. <laughs> and I had my tubes tied, so there's no worry about me ever producing a child. <laughs> All right, speaking of sex, I, 23F, am in love with my dungeon master, 22M, who is a family friend. My family told me I cannot date. Wow. My dungeon master is a family friend who I met in passing over a few times. That already sounds so sexual, years. dude. Well, it is, right? He's my dungeon master. Or is she talking about D&D? He's talking about D&D, like, man. Dungeons what the fuck? He's not family friends on tying her up. Yeah, I thought this was like some like Dom sub shit. <laughs> I don't people always dude, people always roast us for not knowing terms like so I'm trying to like play like a no shit, you know? <laughs> Like, you don't know what an accountant is? That's so cute. He's a good family friend, okay? He's tied up your mother for years. He's tied me up. <laughs> he might tie you up, but you can't date him, all right? Keep it strictly to the performance. Our, our older sisters have been friends for 10-plus years, and I am close to his sister. The two of our sisters have always wanted us to meet, thinking we would become extremely close, close friends because we have a lot in common. We started a D&D campaign about two months ago. Our party consists of me, my sister, her best friend, and him as the dungeon master. The instant we met, I felt like he and I really hit it off. He and I have similar interests and joke around really well. I started calling him regularly as friends, and we could talk on the phone for an hour or two at a time. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> so she's dating her ex. She's single now. Um, oh, here we go. The DM and I are friends, and he's even going on vacation with him, me, my sister, and his sister soon. I admitted to my sister's boyfriend I have feelings for the DM. <laughs> for the dungeon master. <laughs> and since then, my You cannot date the dungeon master. He's the dungeon master. I have feelings for the dungeon master. <laughs> and since then, my sister has explicitly told me I am not allowed to date him, only be friends with him. She worries if we date and break up, it'll strain her relationship with her best friend. That's fucking selfish. Is it? I don't know. However, I literally cannot stop thinking about him. I have butterflies in my stomach. Recently, a family member was diagnosed with a serious illness, and he was the first person I called, and he talked me through crying. I feel like he's interested in me, and we have made plans to hang out one-on-one. -on -one. However, I do not know how to bring up this topic since we hang out for D&D &D about once every other week. It will make things is very this, awkward. Is D&D a online game or an in-person game? I think you can play it online, but you can also play it in person. You know what's wild is... It's both, Luke. So. Yeah, I had I had a like a childhood friend who had it, Dungeons, or Dungeons and Dragons, and we played it once. I was like, damn, this shit is crazy. I've never played anything like this. You know, I knew it was an old game, and I knew like you couldn't really get it, but whatever. I went on like a family vacation, and there was like some game store. It was like an obscure small place. I'm like, bro... I bet they got one just like sitting around. And I go in, it's this fucking guy in his 40s. I'm like, hey man, you got any uh, Dungeons and Dragons in here? The fucking smugness in this guy. He's like, oh, ah, oh, nah, bud. Nope, you had to get one of those in the 80s or some shitty ass remark like that. And I'm like, dude, I'm eight. Okay. Get off my fucking dick. Like, <laughs> I just thought it was cool. 
<laughs> Asshole. Fuck you, man. Yeah, fuck you, dude. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm eight years old, dude. I'm eight. How does it feel, roasting a child? I'm fucking eight. Made me feel like shit, dude. I'm eight years old. I remember his stupid-ass haircut and his big-ass mustache. This motherfucker had, like, a tool belt working at a game store. I about lit his ass up right there. I'm like, all right, man, yeah, you're working real hard over here. Arranging chess pieces. Hit the gym, loser. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask Luke this because he is a, uh, he's a nerd. He says he's a huge D&D nerd. You can talk if you want. I want to know what does it mean to be a dungeon master because it sounds like maybe there's some power dynamic shit going on here, right? Oh, bruh. It's like, uh, oh, he runs our, he's so good at mastering our dungeons. Yeah, he's the guy, he like reads the story. He's like presenting the scenarios. He's like, oh, right. Does he organize the games and shit? Yeah, he's like, you, you enter a forest and you see something in the distance. What would you like to do? And then they go. He's the storyteller. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. So, you know, this dude, he's probably doing the fucking Michael Keaton up there. <laughs> Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. 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 No, don't do any of Michael Caine. <laughs> or he's doing it, you know, he's like real Irish up there. Oh, shite, you under the shire. There's a big tree <laughs> with a big opening. What do you want to do? <laughs> oh, shite, he's breathing fire on you. <laughs> Oh. We don't sound like that. Um, <laughs> we don't. We don't sound like that. Um, yeah, so, you know, he's probably up there, like, doing the, you know, he's probably doing the corpse husband, and she's falling in love, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it caused 25 damage. <laughs> I can't do it, man. You roll a six. His huge spider cock unfolds. What would you like to do next? <laughs> You know, so yeah, there is a power dynamic. He's got these great oratory skills, you know. Yeah. He's comfortable performing in front of an audience. He's like, oh my fucking. That's actually right, such right, a right, funny right, thing I've never right. processed is being like a hot ass dungeon master. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like just killing it. Yeah. Like killing it, you know. Like my man is up there killing it. They're all looking at him with like the puppy yeah, eyes. Yeah, like, like oh holy God. fuck. That bro, yeah, he's just like we gotta find someone like that. We gotta find like the sexiest dungeon masters out there. Cause I'm sure you know it goes both ways, men and women. We just get like this lineup of fucking Matt, Bur my, Matt Bur Luke. You really are a DD nerd, dude. Every fucking he's like waste zero time. He's like every time we say anything, he's like this is the guy to look up. He's like Matt he's Mercer. Mercer. He's Matt a, Mercer. He has a yeah, Matt, 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 yeah, check him out, Matt Mercer. I was like, is it online or in person? Both, both. <laughs> look up Matt Mercer. Oh, is this did this dude voice McCree and shit? Yeah, yeah, this dude's like a voice actor. Yeah. But like so is it is it played in front of an audience? Like can they like do they have tournaments and shit like that? Why does he have a fan base? Um, I mean you can you can play D&D &D on Twitch, but like I think people know him for voicing over like other video game characters and stuff. So he's got like an existing, you know. Gotcha. I mean, he counts, but that's not what I want. I want, like, a local dude, like, you know, like a vice segment where we find, like, some suave guy or yes, girl. 100%. And they're like, yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I'm 26. I make a million dollars a year, and I'm a sexy dungeon master. You're like, whoa, what the fuck? What the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's dressed. And I picture him dressed like mystery or whatever from the pickup book. 
like hella just peacocking like like is a nerd but wearing like giant like silver chains and has crazy jewelry on and like a top hat and you're like who is this guy man he's, yeah he's just a, he's dressed like, yeah, like an like, overwatch character yeah <laughs> it's like i'm literally famous in this town of 150 people <laughs> yeah i travel all over you know just dungeon mastering it's pretty crazy uh you know yeah Sometimes the girls get out of line, but you know I gotta let them know. Like you can't, can't get, can't shit where you eat, man. So, you know. <laughs> All right. So, what do you tell this girl? Does she try to, does she try to boink her dungeon master? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she was like, I'm I not sure. I, She's like, I'm not sure how to bring up the topic. I think you offered to fucking suck his penis. <laughs> You're like, listen. Yeah, I mean, I want to cast a spell on you. All right. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, wanna... I think, I think you, 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 you know, come at him a little bit, but do it like in a Dungeons and Dragons way, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you have yeah. to hit on him, sort of, but in character. <laughs> yeah, no, like you, like get up on the bed and you, like, you, like you put one leg up and you're like, you enter the bedroom and you see a temptress. She lifts her leg up and beneath her skirt, she may or may not be wearing underwear. And then you gesture to it like a set of dice on the on the yeah, you know, yeah. hotel yeah, room exactly. table. And he's like, "Holy fuck!" And you're like, <laughs> "Roll." <laughs> and then he rolls, and it's like, "Surprise!" She has a sword, and then you just like you know you go into full dun, 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 dun. battle mode. Yeah, and then she just chops you up. Yeah, and you fence him to death. And you get slaughtered instead. Yeah, and then you tell your entire family, yeah. "If I can't have him, no one can." <laughs> that would be the true Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> or, you By know. the way, Luke, I was roasting you, but I used to play Warhammer, and that's a game you do not play online. There's nobody in that game with a fan base because it's the nerdiest shit of all time, and you play oh, yeah. with two people in a basement. Yeah, yeah. War. <laughs> you paint little figurines and then put them on a. <laughs> it really is like the kid version of dads being obsessed with trains. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are grown men that are obsessed with Warhammer as well. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Warhammer is still a massive game, I think. I like... Uh, I, I, um, there was like a store in some mall out in the valley. I think it was like the Northridge Mall where they had like this massive Warhammer table. And like a, like a, one of my homies, he got into Warhammer like secretly. <laughs> he was like... So he's like, hey, bro, I'm kind of getting into Warhammer. I haven't really told anyone. I was like... Oh, you dork <laughs> you're like i'm about to tell people yeah i'm about to tell everyone <laughs> and then uh he would like go to this like store and he'd buy like you know warhammer figures and we just see like two dudes sweating it out you know six hour campaign <laughs> on the table <laughs> yeah. oh that's so good yeah I, th- I used to love that shit would you go back to it you think I mean, I'd play for the nostalgia for sure. I'd paint. I'd paint a little figurine. Nostalgia. <laughs> I'd do that. <laughs> we should, you know, we should get a, we should get a Warhammer game going. Yo, TMG D and D. That actually would be a funny ass fucking video. Yeah, let's do Cody and Noel do D and D. That's actually fucking great. And we and dress let's go to up like a nerdy ass tournament. No, we dress up. No, no, we organize it ourselves. We dress up. Hit up Matt Mercer. Be like, yo, show us the magic. <laughs> okay. And he's like, all right. Okay. I like that. 
Oh no, we just get like a kid off of Call of Duty. Yo, let's go! You go to the forest, there's a big ass monster! What do you wanna do? What do you wanna do? What do you wanna do? Roll a 12, you're fucking dog water, dude! You don't do shit, he hits you for crit, you're down! <laughs> you're dog water, you're dog water, you're dog water, you suck, you suck ass, you suck! You cast a spell, it literally does fucking nothing! Dude's played it up! He returns fire, you're cracked. <laughs> you're good at that, fuck. <laughs> what, just being an asshole? Just coming up with D&D terms and phrases and <laughs> Dude, that's just Warzone. I'm just applying it, you know? Just using it differently. <laughs> I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah. I just assume that... Damn, I could play some Warzone right now. I just assume oh. D&D... I can't remember a single thing about when I played it. I just remember there were, like, trolls and... A lot of hallways and doors, and um, I remember, like, the game ending abruptly and just thinking, like, wait, what the fuck? You can die that quick? And, yeah. So. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> There's a lot. What, what did Luke say? There's a lot of dungeons and also some dragons. Okay, got some it. dragons. All right, well, TMG D&D. Let's watch, let's watch Miley Cyrus's. Uh, March Madness Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pull that shit up, dude. Pull that shit up. Let's go. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> pull it up right now, Luke. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Luke, pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. Your dog water. Your dog water. Pull up. 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 I hear my kids come now. Even I'm ready to go Oh, she's bored. Yeah, she does not give a shit about this. We can't stop. We can't stop. <laughs> All right. Please. We can stop it, though. Let's, uh, let's make that stop, Luke. Let's go yeah, ahead and cut that off. We can stop this. Yeah, we can yeah, make yeah, that yeah, stop right Luckily, there. Luckily, we can stop. That's whew. Yeah. rough. Holy shit. Feel you, Miley. Dude. We feel for you. We know. Did you, know you how that watch goes. the? Did you watch the final game? No. Did you watch the final? No. Dude, there was a at half. So I bet Baylor and I bet the over. Right? Okay. There was a ninety at halftime. There was like a ninety-six percent chance that the over was going to hit. <laughs> okay. And they didn't score enough points. Wow. So how to feel? How fucking crazy? Shitty man. <laughs> It, like it, that's the worst when you bet something like that, and then you're just praying to God any team fucking scores, and when they're not, you're like, just get it in the fucking net. <laughs> Come on, Luke, just get it in the net. <laughs> it's like I can't make one. I couldn't make one basketball shot. Un, I couldn't make a free throw. You put me on down there with no nobody blocking anything. Just a free throw from the wrong yeah, just line. Just open shot. Yeah. Ninety eight percent chance I miss that. Bank. Yeah. I um, 
I feel like watching March Madness, the only way you can do it is if you bet. I feel like outside of that, what are you even really yeah, watching I mean, for? That's what I'm saying. I don't know any of the athletes. I don't know. I just want to win money, you know? <laughs> sports. It's the beauty of sports. You can win money off it. Yeah, you know, I've actually um I'm I actually bought a token for this up and coming, you know, rookie quarterback. I think it's gonna be fucking massive for me. So, you know, I'm stoked, man. Good investment, man. Good investment. That's sick. <laughs> That's gonna be the future. Tech bros buying tokens for athletes and then going to the meet and greets and being like I bought a token. I bought one of your tokens, and the athlete's like, "Cool, man! I sold those like ten years ago. I have no idea who <laughs> I don't, any one of the people don't are that bought that shit." Yeah. I own yeah. your top shot moment. The the that one random layup you did in the preseason game. I own that. Okay, I why? How do you expect me to remember that? <laughs> Let me show it to you. Let me show it to you. Here, put on my VR headset. I actually brought my whole computer tower so you could see it. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. See, check it out. It's, it yeah, says man. Windows updating. Oh up. shit! Hold on. Let me get in there. Let me get in there. <laughs> Sir, we don't have time for this, dude. Just give me a sec. Just give me a second. It'll be up. Come on. It's so sick, man. They minted fifty thousand of these. My serial number is forty-eight thousand. <laughs> Just staring in the sky with your thing. Hold on. It's it's in my Roblox <laughs> server. Give me one second. <laughs> I've been in this server since I was eight years old. Hold on. One second. One second. Yeah, bro. (laughs) (laughs) We're just, guys, we're just practicing for the future NFT material. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are probably tired of this shit, but, like, just wait. Just wait. In one year when all this shit starts coming to true, you're going to be like, oh, my God. They were talking about that they called it. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking wait. Just just wait. Just fucking wait, dude. (laughs) All right, gang. Well, um, this is great. Love you. We got I'm some exciting go things the on the way. Relax. Yes, we do. Tune in. You know, we'll. See, you know, I can't say too much, but it's gonna be fun. Okay. Big tune, bravo. All right. Love Big you guys. Tune. See you guys. Bye.